Listener Production. Yes, hello and welcome to the Footy Talk podcast. What a special episode we have coming up. Magpies fans, Blues fans, we love this weekend. It's one of the best weekends of the AFL calendar. Of course, you are listening to Footy Talk and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Listener, please hit the like button and leave us a review or a rating. New episodes every day at lunchtime. It is going to be a big, big week. Oh yes, hello and welcome to the Footy Talk Podcast. What an extraordinary 24 hours it has been. Collingwood one-point winners over the GWS Giants. My name is Jay Clark. I've got the former Melbourne superstar Nathan Jones to talk you through this epic win that sends the Magpies into a grand final ahead of another big preliminary final. Of course, it's Brisbane versus Carlton. This final series, Jonesy, has been completely offered to you, agree? Oh, unbelievable. And last night, for like... Oh, that's set the tone. Hopefully we get another one again tonight and then yep. the granny lives up to all expectations. But yeah, just talking about last night's game uh, specifically, how good was it? Like yep. 97,000. I sat just as a fan, bottom level at the G, just yeah, amongst good. all the Collingwood fans, had a few beers and just get immersed <laughs> in it. And it was, oh, it was unbelievable just to be there. And the game was... Equally as good. Yeah, well, we'll unpack the game and, I don't know, the cameos, the new stories, Jordan Degoe's performance, like the growth of this guy over the past year. Dan McStay, the heartbreak, like he might miss now. What does Collingwood do for its forward line? Um, you know, Darcy Moore rolled his ankle. There's a bit to get through, but just the emotion, Jonesy. So you've won finals in front of packed houses before, right? And, and this is an epic finish, one point. It doesn't get any more unbelievable than that. What is that like when the siren goes? And you know you are through. What 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 is the feeling that envelops you in that moment? Oh, it's just it's almost overwhelming, really. Um, even like I've been in the position of uh, you know playing to be in the grand final. Obviously, experienced it as an emergency when Melbourne made it yep. um, back in twenty one, and obviously played in winning finals. But the intensity, Geelong yeah, yep. Geelong eighteen and <clears throat> and Hawthorne as well. It was just. Like I, th- I think the build-up, you're trying to eliminate the pressure, but there is, it's there, it's just sitting on your back. Like you want to get the job done, you want to live out the dream, you yep. want to um, you want to achieve what you've been striving for, what you're planning for. So yep. there's somewhat of relief, really. Mm. Um, but you just go and look at the pictures of the boys last night. Obviously, I, I was there supporting. Jeremy Howe's a great friend of mine, so yep. that's why I was there with one of my other close mates. and Had some big moments. Yeah, he did. And you, you just see, I saw some of the photos he put up on social media this morning. You can just see it in their face. You only have to look at the players' faces. And like I said, it was just epic to see with the... With the fans, and you know, it's um, you've got to admire it the the yep. passion that the the Collingwood faithful have for their team, and you, know, you listen to Craig McRae talk after the game, like he thanks the fans because almost yeah. they drive them over the line in that last five or six minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an intense feeling, but um, it would be a sense of relief, I think. Now, you yeah. know how you attack the next week's interesting. You know, again, listening to McRae talk after the game, he mm. wants the players to be absorbed in all of the emotion and yeah. all of the love every second of it. Yeah, yeah, and enjoy every second of it and embrace it. Which, um, you know, I know when Melbourne played in twenty one, it was exactly the same. Like, mm. you know, you, you never know when that chance is mm. going to come around again. So, yep. Embrace it, and you know there, there comes a time where you flick the switch and focus on the game. But um, try and you know attract as much energy for yourself from all, everything that's going on around you. What about those last few minutes? Like um, 
It was an absolute cliffhanger, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a cliffhanger because the Pies had got this lead and they're trying to hold on. They never looked like they were trying to score throughout those stoppages because they changed the game in the third quarter. You go back to the second quarter, looks like the Giants have got it on their terms, don't they? So they make some moves, the Pies. Nick Dacos goes back to the third quarter. They get a bit more run. Jack Crisp was, was really pivotal. Jordan Ngoi has 13 possessions. But in those last few minutes... They just hang on for dear life, Jonesy. What is it like being in those stoppages, right, when you've got a bloke hanging off you? And I imagine it's like life on the line yeah. to win this clearance. You're jumping on grenades. Take us in those moments because they hung on for, what, three or four minutes, Collingwood? Yeah. It was extraordinary to watch. Yeah, look, it's scenario-based, but then you add the layer on top of it that's a prelim and where the score sits. and the how, stakes. How, yeah, it's just the stakes are so high. And how quickly that can change, like yeah. it literally comes down to – inches and moments yes. and so the intensity i think that's the one thing the the players trying to sort of compartmentalize that side of things the emotional side of things mm-hmm. and just concentrate on executing your role mm-hmm. in that in that moment yeah, and you can see what Collingwood were trying to do that you know the big stop sign on the boundary line yeah. goes up they're trying to sort of stifle any kind of opportunity shut the game completely down they send numbers around the contest but it's all deliberate and calculated absolutely isn't it? yeah. yeah it's and like I said it's and you listen to Craig McRae talk after the game like it's been two years of mm. pr- practicing these fundamentals in these moments and um and the opportunity to then execute in a prelim four minutes to go one point up yep um you know they're on the other end of it last year yep. and uh, and they lose to Sydney by a point. So, you know, credit to them as a player. It's just, it, it, it's an intensity kind of thing, but you're so absorbed in it that mm. you really just focused on that. And uh, there's an element, yeah, executing. And then there's just this element of desperation. Like you say, jump on grenades. That's yeah. actually like, <laughs> I think that's why people draw parallels. Like there mm. is no you know, war and football aren't the same, but I, yeah. uh, from an intensity and emotional and a desperation point of view, yep. that's the, you know, it's everything is on the line. Yeah, yeah. It's life and death. Yeah. I, absolutely extraordinary. I love that. And you know what they are calling good because for the past um, two years, we've been talking a lot about the comeback wins, the magic carpet rides in the last quarter, you know, the North Melbourne game last year down from four goals, Adelaide over in Adelaide Oval. We've seen them come back. Right. So we think, Oh geez, they're, they're so good at, um, you know, opening the gates and just playing with this flair and freedom. Last night, the script flipped, right. And they did it the other way. And so I just think that, um, as you said, you know, the training and, um, um, uh, the, the planning that goes into this. We just saw it that Craig McRae has just done an incredible job because when it came to that moment, they had to do it, hang on for even longer than they would have liked. Not two minutes, it was like four minutes, and they did it just so incredibly well. What about the forward line, though, Jonesy? McStay is out. This is going to be the big talking point. Taylor Adams is going to try and get up the hamstring. He's in um, significant doubt. What do you think they do with that forward line? Because there's yeah. no really obvious replacement. No. They can maybe, you know. Maybe a Frampton is what I sort of thought. But- yeah. Play back and put Howie forward? Possibly. Or do they go Ginevan and just go smaller? Well, that's what I would probably do. My gut feel is yeah. saying that. Yeah. Um, geez, he, just on that, Ginevan amongst the fans, like <laughs> I've, I haven't really experienced it before, but sitting in the crowd last night, he comes on first touch. Like they love him. Love him. And I think, I think that could be like a little, you just, yeah. you just play him. Yeah, absolutely. You just play him and. Mm. You know, I think if he gets up and his tail up and about early, you can sort of feel that there's these guys in that side yep. when they get going, yep. they have a significant impact on the crowd. Like, yes. um, it's a real thing. Yeah, so I, I, that's probably the lever I would pull. Mm-hmm. And you know, at, obviously the luxury of the sub then allows you to have some sort of variance in that. So yep. it's an interesting one, but I think it's a big loss. He, he was he was so early. pivotal early in the game. His ability to be able to clunk the footy. 
um, you know, create contests and then go back and convert a couple of crucial goals um, to get on the scoreboard early. He's um, he's a big loss, but it doesn't look like if it is a medial MCL, mm-hmm. like I, I can't see him being anywhere near no. being able to put his hand up. And, and the same for Adams, really, like if it's a legitimate hamstring, I can't see how he can make it off... 15 days or whatever it is. Yep. Um, like generally, if even if it's a minor tear, like that's it. And at his age, it's minimum 21. So yep. Yep. he'd be pushing it, which every year there's those hard luck stories. Um, and for those two boys, you know, fingers crossed, maybe yep. their, their luck changes. But at this point in time, it looks like they're going to be um, yep. unfortunately not a part of it. Dacos, you think he'd be better for the run? Yeah, he worked into it, started four, started on the bench, went forward, and I think, you know, got better. He didn't shoot the lights out. It wasn't a typical Nick Dacos game, but I think added to that run in the second half, which is really important. But what about Jordan Dacoey, Jonesy? Like, this is a bloke who, remember last year, he come back from Bali, and he, he, he couldn't get to the club. Like, he took some time off, you know, and then and then it becomes this big focus on his life, turning his life around, getting the, the support he needed. And honestly, since then, you know, it's been extraordinary, I think, and the growth of this guy into one of the best players in the competition. What did he have last night? 13 clearances. Like, he is like you, man. He's a raging bull around that contest. And in the highest stakes with a grand final on the line, he pulls out the game of his life. Yeah. You know, and you see him on the final sign. He was on the bench. He charges. Yeah. Going off his <laughs> oh, those scenes were great, weren't Bananas. They? But um, this is a credit to a guy who's made some mistakes. And isn't it good to see... You know the, the the growth of a of a dude footy field, but off the field as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think he just epitomises what that club's about. Yep. You know, you just listen to the language that comes out of it. You listen to the coach. You listen to the senior players that get interviewed a lot, talking a lot about you know growing and developing yep. and um, improving and. Yep. He epitomises that. Yeah. Like he, he's obviously embraced it. He would have had some help and guidance, you know, from a personal point of view. And then we we we're all known what level of talent he has but yep. it's just been putting it together and yep. I think in this game in particular you forget the age of these guys and mm. you know maturity is a great thing and um, you know the experience that he's had you know he's probably what 26 27 yep. now he's absolutely in the prime of his career and yep. that's why he pulls out a performance like he does last night and you knew it like when the game started mm-hmm. first three minutes I was like wow he looks so sharp on yeah and um and his influence around the contest his ability to be able to burst and take meters and obviously as you said I think it's 13 clearances five of those from the center bounce so mm. he had a huge huge impact they'll go in as favorites to the grand final Collingwood would be big story all last week Melbourne town is going to go bananas and if Carlton gets through oh my goodness we'll get to the blues <laughs> after after the break the flip side of this coin GWS Geez, I admire them, Jonesy. You know, this whole, their whole storyline, you know, come. And then last night in that second quarter, we saw the best of them. You look around the room that I was in and Collingwood fans were nervous. You know, they were nervous. So they rolled the dice. I think they played, you know, their past three months have been outstanding. You see Toby Green in the rooms after the game. I think he's with his mum and his girlfriend and he's bawling his eyes out, Jonesy. Like you see how much it means to him. But I think um, five years ago, the Giants come in the competition, they made the grand final. They're a bit of a public enemy. They had the draft picks and the concessions. Now I think that it's turned for them. I think we I really agree. like them. Agree. Yeah. I'm I, I'm absolutely in their camp. Like I, I love watching them play. Yep. I love Toby Green. I love, like, there's a handful of players that I love watching from that team. Yep. You know, um, Kelly, obviously yep. Hogues and Bedford I mm. played with. Um, you know, they've, just got, they've got stars all over the field. And – yeah, you, know, you can you just go and imagine putting yourself in their shoes where they were three months ago, and you think, oh, 
like they were probably thinking, oh, no, we're just rolling on another season. And they get yep. on this incredible roll right. of momentum and yep. the belief would have built so much that like last week or the first week of the finals, they're thinking, hang on, we can actually mm. win this from where we were. Mm. And you see what that actually means to Toby after the game. Like mm. they, they would have 100% been coming here. They, I don't reckon you listen to the, the language that came out of their club. They did not fear anyone. Mm. Their preparedness to play off six-day breaks at any location, at any time. Like I, You can't help but admire that. Around and the country. Around the country. It's just like something like 12 different venues, um, you know, a couple of six days in a row. Like, you know, mm. it's just a, it's a, it's an incredible story and in, an amazing job um, that uh, Kingsley's done off, off, you know, not even in 12 months yeah. in the job. Yeah. And um, it's kind of reflective of where Collingwood were last year. That's right. Um, and the script is almost similar, right? Yeah. They miss out on a granny by a point and, mate, do not write them off. They're, they're only going to get better. And I think from a recruiting perspective, you know, people are going to look at that organisation and what they get going, the people, the culture, the values. They're going to want to be a part of that. I don't know if that's always been the case, but I think they really um, – um, they present themselves, you know, in um, a fantastic light to players around the country. Right, we have to, uh, we're going to go to a break. On the back of it, we're going to quickly touch on uh, Carlton versus Brisbane, another massive preliminary final uh, to come. The Blues can pull off this upset at the Gabba Jonesy. <laughs> I don't know. Do we stay in Melbourne? Do we skip town? Oh what are we going to do, God. mate? It'll be going off its head. Right, uh, that's coming up next on the Footy Talk Podcast. Welcome back to the Footy Talk Podcast with Jake Clark and Melbourne superstar Nathan Jones. And if you're listening to Footy Talk uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Listener, please hit the like button, leave us a review and rating new episodes every day at lunchtime. What a big week it is going to be as we build up to a grand final. Another preliminary final to chat about, Jonesy, just quickly. What do you think? Can Carlton do it? It's a t- the Brisbane Brisbane is a good side. They're they're an amazing side at the Gabba. What's the record? They've won 42 out of the last 48 or whatever it is up there. But can they do it, the Blues? Do you give them any chance? Oh, I absolutely give them a chance. There's no doubt about it. I think for mine, um, the biggest question mark on them is just maintaining momentum. And I have this weird feeling in my stomach that, you know, this could possibly be a blowout. But yep. then who knows? Like it, it, And on the Brisbane side of things, like for me, it's all mental for Brisbane. Yeah. Like they are, Don't choke. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they are fit, healthy. They've got a home final um, they're in form, yep. you know, the, everything is laid out for them. Um, and they've earned it. Yep. No, don't, don't get me wrong. Um, but I don't know. It's, 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 oh, it's a toss of a coin. Mm. It's got the smell of going one of two ways, which yep. is obvious, but yeah, who knows the, the momentum that Carlton are carrying at the minute, you know, you wouldn't have said that GWS would be able to do what they've done and there's no reason why they can't do something similar and maybe go a bit further, but it's a tough ask, and you know, right now, if you just look at it on mm. paper, mm. Brisbane should win. Yep. Um, but who knows? I think they're Brisbane are the number one side scoring from clearance and the number one side scoring from their back half, I think. So they've, they've done an incredible job under Chris Fagan. Now the door's open. They've just got to walk through it. They're at home against uh, Carlton, so which are pretty banged up. They've got some sore boys, so there'd be a big watch uh, on those guys. I reckon Brisbane will test it out a little bit, as you would, Jonesy. Yeah. You, you definitely <laughs> would have been, definitely would have been physical in uh, that sort of situation. But I feel like the spotlight um, is going to descend in a big way on Harry Mackay. If he gets a look, 
you know, it's a huge mental challenge for, for him, I reckon. You know, he, he takes a mark 30 out, a little bit of an angle. Is he going to handle the moment? Like, um, they brought Carlton, the big, big believers that their forward line operates better when he comes in, helps take some of that load off Charlie. What do you think is going to happen? Will he feel it? How much will he be feeling that pressure tonight, you reckon? Oh, I don't think publicly he'd say it, but I'd, I'd find it hard that, in his own mind that it wouldn't just be sitting there. Yeah, um, be a lot going on. Absolutely. And uh, I just feel, you know, because I've been in a similar position, I just want him to go out there. I want him to kick a goal and I yep. want it to go well for him because, yep. you, you know, I don't like seeing players that uh, have struggled under scrutiny and pressure. Yep. And I think he's a good enough player to be able to answer mm. answer the questions. Yep. And I think he is vital to the setup, right? Like I think – Kerno's been relatively quiet first couple of weeks. Yes. Hasn't really got off the chain like we would like. I yep. think I think that uh, Carlton, for the uh, f- for that forward line to function to mm-hmm. the level and to get the contribution they need from Kerno, they actually need him to stand up mm-hmm. and clunk a couple, kick a couple, just so it adds a different dynamic. I think the inclusion of Martin's important. He adds an element of hardness yes. and polish in that forward half. You know, I think the biggest... One for mine for Carlton to mm. win. Kerno has to play yeah. know, out of his skin. Three or four goals. Yep. Yep. Um, and, you know, I think their midfield group, I really like their midfield group. I feel like their backs are intact. Weedering was terrific last week. Mm. Um, you know, that's the question for mine. Can they, like the scoring power, we just touched on the ability for Brisbane to score. I think that's going to be the challenge for, for yep. the Blues. And the and the Lions have got threats in the air. We know Danaher, I mean, what a story he is. Uh, Hipwood proving themselves, I think, but then also on ground level, like on my eyes on the ground, Charlie Cameron, Zach Bailey's a hard head. He's played well at the Gabba. I think he's not kicked the goal in only two games at the Gabba this year. He kicked four goals against the Blues last time they played. He's a huge threat. Lincoln McCarthy flies under the radar. So it's they get supply forward, Brisbane. You think they're going to put a score on the board. So, look, that uh, will be interesting. Carlton fans, absolutely enjoy it. It is your moment. We saw Carl, uh, Collingwood do a special thing last night. Can Carlton complete the Magpies Blues Grand Final? It would be absolutely extraordinary. Uh, your tip uh, for tonight, Jonesy, and um, throw forward to a week. What do you think the Grand Final will be, and who we, who lifts the cup in a week's time if we can put it in a time capsule? Well, I think the I think the Lions will get it done tonight. Yep, by ten points. Yep, and you know I, I said before prior to this. Um, prior to the final starting, that the winner of the Melbourne-Collingwood first final would mm. win the flag. Yeah. And I, I think the Pies will win. Mm. I think it'll be a much tighter game than what anyone um, may consider, you know, hopefully something like what we saw last night. But, mm. um, yeah, I, I think the Pies will get it done on the big dance. What a week it's going to be. Footy fans absolutely enjoy it. It is one of the best weeks of the year. Thanks for listening to Footy Talk. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, listener, please hit the like button and leave us a review. Give Jonesy five stars. He's been outstanding. Rating, of course. Uh, new episodes every day at lunchtime. Going to be a massive week on the Footy Talk podcast. We'll see you next time. Listener.